grab your guys's Bibles. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can grab your Bible and, and come along. We're going to look at Romans chapter 12. So that's what we're going to dive to today. And if you want, you can comment questions about the sermon throughout. And at the end, I'm going to scroll through and just sort of see if I can answer any of those questions that you guys have about the sermon or about this message. And, and just spend a little, like almost like a small group type at the end answering questions about the, the sermon. So as we go through, if you have a question, comment it in the Facebook comments or, or text me. And at the end, we might have some Q&A. And that kind of stuff. So, anyways, all right. So, grab your Bibles. Let's dive in. Romans chapter 12. The first, uh, I think the first week of February, I shared with you uh, my Starbucks mug and how God challenged me in time of suffering in my life. If you if you want to, you can go on our Facebook or our website and, and listen to that, that sermon. But today I want to share with you a different mug from my mug collection. It is the, let's see. The Asbury University Parent Mug. <laughs> uh, every time I see this mug, it makes me uh, laugh, but also makes me evaluate my life with God. Uh, but before I jump in why this makes me evaluate my life with God, um, I want to set the scene with Scripture. Um, so we're going to look through Romans chapter 12, and the first verse I want to start is verse 1. So here we go. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. As Christians, we are called to have every aspect of our lives love and respect God. We are called to have everything we do honor him. That's what the scripture is all about. Paul is telling Christians where he says, dear brothers and sisters, other Christians, he's pleading us to give our whole selves as living and holy sacrifices. And when we seek to honor God with our lives, that's what he's saying is truly worshiping God. When we seek to honor God with every aspect of our life, that is what true worship is. The rest of this chapter will we'll talk about different examples of how do we, how do we, how do we honor God in different ways. How do we honor God in this aspect? And so Paul gives us a lot of good examples of how to do this. But verse 2 and 3 is the tool to help us live out a life of honoring God. So let's read that real fast. It says, do not, or Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you in a new person by changing the way you think then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourself, measuring yourself by the faith God has given us. I love that last part. I highlighted it a little bit. Don't think of you... You are better than you really are. Wow, harsh, Paul. <laughs> Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves with God. Be honest with your evaluation of yourself. Measuring yourself by the faith God has given us. Measuring ourselves with the truth God's given us in his word, the Bible. Wow, awesome tool. So that's where, that's, this, is, this is the verse that uh, I, I remember when I see my Asbury University parent mug. So here's the story behind it. <laughs> 
you might be wondering what what Asbury University parent what how do you get this mug well um, I didn't go to Asbury University I went to Crown College in Minnesota but my sister Chelsea she did and uh, when uh, I was at home I decided to go down with my parents and my sister to help her move into to Asbury and as I was there I was walking around with my parents and and all these people or oh, sorry I should back up when you're a freshman, you go through like a freshman orientation. They, they, they talk with you. They, they try to connect you with people and that kind of stuff. So um, I was there. And then the first line that we had to wait in, I was asked about probably by five different people, either what dorm are you staying in or are you a freshman, uh, which was sort of an insult since uh, <laughs> I'd been out of college for two years. And so I was like, I've graduated already. I'm the brother. Like, you know, I'm not a freshman. Don't leave me alone. And the next night line we went in was was even worse. You know, I was asked to go. I was like, oh, you shouldn't be in this line. You should go to this freshman area to schedule your classes. Like, I'm not a freshman. (laughs) I was just getting really annoyed and, and saw my solution on a table of free snacks and things. You know, if you know me, if it's free, it's for me. And that's where I found the Asbury parent mug. So I grabbed one and I held it up sort of like a name tag, like almost like this. And I walked around just as like, you know, I am an Asbury University parent. And I just walked around with that mug so that way people would leave me alone. Stop thinking I was a freshman. And you know what? Even though I embarrassed my sister, (laughs) uh, it worked. I was just tired of being called a freshman, tired of being asked questions about me, or even people even just trying to come up and talk to me and make connections with me. You know, I'm a big introvert. So <laughs> I was like, I just don't, I, I'm, I'm not here to meet new people. I'm never gonna see you again. I'm just here to help my sister move in. I'm not here to be a freshman. And guess what? When I carried this around, it worked. I was not asked anything ever again. I wasn't talked to again. I just got to hang out with my sister and my parents and have a free mug. Now I have a free mug wherever I go. But um, as I was uh, leaving, it got me to think, how easy we put up a mask to change people's thoughts about us. How easy is it to put up a mask or even hold up a mug to make people think differently about us? We might go to church and put on the I am perfect mask so people won't see the need you have or even stop or even this mask can even stop people from making a connection with you. So let me ask you a question. How are you doing? How are you doing? Our normal response is good or, well, I am well. (laughs) But isn't that just like putting on a mask or holding up a parent mug? Why aren't we honest with one another? Why aren't we being more like, hey, how are you doing? And being like, hey, you know what? My life right now is stressful. (laughs) and I have a lot going on. Let's take off our mask and be honest with one another. We might even put on a mask in the real world to blend in and not even be asked about our faith. Sometimes we might put on a mask to say, I don't really want to be labeled as the Christian, or I don't even want to have this discussion right now. I'm just going to put on my mask and blend in. So yes, I laugh at this mug when I think about it because this mug worked. It disguised me. It, it made people not talk to me. It made me blend in. But it made me think about what masks am I putting on? What masks am I putting up? And how does God want me to live? It helps me evaluate myself. 
measuring myself by the faith God has given us. So that's what we're going to look at today. Again, Romans 12, 2. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Don't blend into this world. Take off your masks. God knows best for our lives. So take off your masks. Put down your mug and shine God. Show people God. Is my behavior and custom of is my behavior and custom is this of the world or am I letting God transform myself? Am I honoring God in my actions? The more I let God transform my way of living life and thinking, the more my way of life and thinking, the more I will learn God's will for my life. The more we let God change us, the more we know how to live this life that he's created us for. Verse 3. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves. Measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Take off your masks that help you blend in. Take off your masks that, that try to keep people away. Because God can see through your mask and he wants to help you out. But he wants to help you out through other people too. And he also wants you to shine for him. So here's the tool to do it. The question that we should ask to evaluate ourselves. How am I honoring God in this? How am I honoring God in this? And then be honest in your evaluation of yourself. You might find that you are not honoring God in that situation, but honoring the world instead. So then seek out God's truth, the Bible, to, just, to transform how you live so you can be honoring God. If we seek out his truth, it will transform us. It will renew our mind to be away from the customs of this world and the behaviors of this world and more to the behaviors and customs of what God wants us to be. So that is what Paul does in the rest of Romans chapter 12. He shows us the transforming truth of God in different areas of life, how God wants us to behave, how God wants us to act instead of what the world wants us to be. So we're going to read that. So Romans 4 through 8, or Romans 12, 4 through 8. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. That's us. We are the body. We are many parts of one body and all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy or pro uh, speak out with as much faith as God has given you, if your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If, you, if it is, a, is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to, to others, do it gladly. In a sense, this is what Paul is, is saying. Do the work of God and do it well. God has given you abilities. God has given you gifts to use to serve the body of Christ, to use to glorify him, to honor him, to use to spread the gospel. Know your gift 
and use it well. So, so let's look at the, what is the world and behavior and custom, and what is God's transforming truth? What is our world behavior and custom when it comes to this? I call it like, this is someone else's job <laughs> type of mask that we put on, the custom. See, a lot of times if we see a need, we typically do not, we, we do nothing about it. But we think, hey, that's someone else's job to take care of that. And we, we leave it be. A lot of times we do that. We're just like, I see a need or I see, I, or I see a need, but that's someone else's job. That's not my job. I don't have the gifts to do it. I'm just going to let it be. What's God's transforming truth? Do something about it and do it well. Have you ever stopped and asked yourself why you saw that need or why you found yourself in that situation or what you could do about it? Most likely it's because God wanted to use you to do something about it. We are called to do something to build up and lift up, uplift each other, eat the body of Christ. And some of us will be teachers, some of us will be encouragers, some of us will do random acts of kindness. Whatever it is, we are called to help the body of Christ and to uplift each other. Are you using your awesome gift God gave you or are you putting on your, that is someone else's job? That's the truth. That's the transforming truth. God's given you everything you need to do it. I, I, I'm reminded of the Ephesians, I think it's chapter 2, where it says that God has, has, oh man, like we are God's masterpieces, and he's put us on a path to do good works. God will align things. God gave us eyes to see. If we see a need, God's probably like saying, hey, do something about it. Use what I've given you to fulfill that need. All right, so that's the, <laughs> the transforming truth. Now we go on to uh, Romans chapter, or verse, chapter 12, verse 9. It says, don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. What's our world behavior or custom? Pretend love. Or this might come as harsh, but in the Christian world, our pretend love can somewhat be, I'll pray for you. A lot of times, uh, someone will tell you something that they need or a concern they have. And a lot of times, I've done it sometimes too. We just say, hey, I'll pray for you. And that usually ends the conversation and we walk away. Sometimes we put up that mask. I'll pray for you mask. A lot of times we might forget to pray for them or we might just pray for them once and then move on with the rest of the day. I would challenge you to, to not do this whole pretend love or the I pray for you. Yes, prayer is important. We should be praying for one another. But if someone gives you the challenge and you say, I'll pray for you, pray for them right there now. Just, let, just let's pray for them. Say, hey, I want to pray for you right now. That's better than just saying, I'll pray for you and walk away. Maybe we pretend to see their needs, but do nothing about it. Or we talk behind their backs. That's, that's pretend love. So what does God want us to do? What's the love God wants to show? Well, that's what Paul continues on in verses um, 10, and, uh, yeah, 10 and 11. So here we go. Uh, never be, or 11 through 13. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope, be patient in trouble, and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. 
Always be eager to practice hospitality. There we go. Instead of pretend love, instead of just saying, hey, I love you and not do anything about it, God's saying, when you see a need, I'm, I'm putting you in that path. Do the good works that I've given you. I've given you your gifts. I've strengthened you. Use your gifts and do it well. Love on the people. People are in need. Be ready to help them. Always be eager. That's a cool word. Eager to practice hospitality. So what's God's transforming truth? Agape love. We've been talking about this in youth group. Agape is unconditional and sacrificial love seen through action. Seen through action. Love God by holding on to that confident hope in him, like it says in Romans 12. Love God by being patient to see God work in troubled times. Love God by by continually coming to him in prayer and word. And then it finishes off saying, oops, sorry. It finishes off saying, love others with the same agape love. If you see a need of another Christian, do something about it because God has given you eyes to see it. God has put you in the path of this need and you've seen it. And God gave you all the gifts to to do, to, to use it. That's how we love one another. It's not pretend love. It's agape action love, unconditional. doesn't matter what they've done to you. It's sacrificial. Sometimes you have to put their needs above yourselves. And it's a love seen through action. Just like I said multiple times, you know, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. He agape loved us, even though we were sinners. He sent Christ. He sent his only son to die on the cross for us. He did an action. He, he was unconditional. didn't matter. We were sinners. He did something. He sacrificed his son his, on the cross for us so we can choose to believe in him and have everlasting life. We can choose to repent of our sins and run after him, living our life for Christ. That is agape love. And God tells us not only to love God in that way, but to love one another, love our neighbors as ourselves. Agape love. At camp, there's always this uh, this rule that we lived by, and it was always, if you see trash, it is your trash. If you see trash, it is your trash. If you saw a mess, take time to pick it up because God wants us to take care of his creation. So if you're walking around and you saw garbage on the ground, our, our hope was that, hey, you saw it, it's your trash. doesn't matter if it's someone else's trash. It's unconditional. Pick it up. Sacrificial. Hey, you know what? It might look gross, but... It shouldn't go there. Pick it up and and throw it away. Do an action. That is showing love. That's a very silly example, but it's an example I live by. If I see trash, I typically pick it up um, and take care of it. Instead of thinking, oh, that's someone else's job. Or someone else will come along the way and see that trash and pick it up. God has put me in that path. God showed me the need and I should accomplish it. So with this whole coronavirus thing, I don't want we're not going to talk a lot about the coronavirus, but we will see needs. We will see needs. When God's peoples are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. That should be a, a verse, a key verse for this time. We're going to see needs of one another. Are we eager to help them? Are we eager to practice hospitality? 
Um, I would challenge you in this. Maybe you can call some people in the church directory or call your friends that might be social distancing or self-quarantining themselves and see if they have needs. Hey, I would like to help run errands for you. Maybe go. I'll, I'll go to the grocery store and get you some groceries. Maybe give someone toilet paper. That's a big joke around now, but toilet paper, you know, we're running low. Here, I have extras out of my doomsday pile. Maybe it's make a meal for them and deliver it to someone, etc. Call someone this week and see what their needs are and be eager to help them. Be eager to practice hospitality. That's how we show love to one another. It's not pretend love. It's action, agape love. God just doesn't tell us how to love him more. He tells us how to love Christians more and how to love our enemies or even people who we argue or fight with. That's, that's the rest of the chapter. It's a big section of Romans chapter 12, but <laughs> that's what we're going to hop into next. Romans chapter 12, verse 14, and, and all the way to the end of the chapter. So not only are we to love God more, agape love, not only are we supposed to love our, our brothers and sisters, other Christians, but now Paul is trying to transform our worldview of loving our enemies, <laughs> loving our neighbors as ourselves, our enemies even. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Well, that's a, that's a crazy verse. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people and don't think you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap coal, burning coals of shame on their heads. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. The worldview, if someone does something to you, revenge. <laughs> Seek justice. Attack, in a sense. Or even reject or, 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 or push them away. What's the, the transforming truth? Live in harmony with one another. Even if they rub you on the wrong way. Even if they upset you. Forgive them and live in harmony. Don't let evil conquer you. But conquer evil by doing good. I love that earlier verse. If your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their head. Agape love. Love not only God more through action, not loving, not just loving our brothers and sisters in Christ more through action, but loving our enemies through action. That's a tough, transforming truth. We might find it's easier to put on masks, to have our masks of, that's someone else's job. I see a need, but that's someone else's job. Or maybe a mask of pretend love. Hey, I'll just, I'll pray for you. Or maybe a mask of revenge. Maybe we're putting on a mask to blend 
ourselves to not be connected with one another. So my challenge is to take off your mask. The challenge is to take off your masks and love God more. Love your brothers and sisters in Christ. When you see a need, jump on it. And three, love your enemies more. We might have people that, you know, attack Christians. You might have people that attack you uh, verbally, physically, whatever. How can I love them more through action? So my challenge for you today is to take uh, Romans 12, 2 through 3 and really evaluate yourselves. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Go to scripture and let God transform every aspect of your life. Am I honoring God in doing this? If not, seek the truth and see how do I honor God in this situation. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you're better than you really are. Don't put on a mask. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourself by the faith God has given us. Evaluate yourself. Think, am I honoring God in my action? If not, change it. See what the scriptures say. Ask a friend. Hey, what, is, what does the Bible say about this? So sit down with God and evaluate yourselves. Evaluate your asking actions and ask God, am I honoring you? Or am I honoring the world with this behavior or custom? Let God, with his truth in the Bible, transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. So, um, I got I got some uh, interesting things that we're going to do. Um, that's, that's the message that God just put on my heart, um, the message in my mug. And I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Um, there's something I really want to do. We're going to try to get Eli's messages recorded. And uh, and we'll do a live stream with Eli's messages um, the following week. Because, man, I am excited about this whole attributes of God. Learning the, the big God, in a sense. Learning who God is so that it can challenge my heart, challenge my lies. That's a cool way to do it. We want to continue on that, that, that sermon series. So we're working on getting him to... He, he wants to record his videos and then we can we can do live streaming with that the rest of the weeks um, but I also want to do this thing called a family challenge you know if we're if we're stuck inside a lot I want to challenge us to you know as a family not only just like the families of like parents and kids that maybe are stressing out about what we do during this time but as a body of Christ what is what is some cool challenges what are some things that we could do this week? And then we'll do some question and answer time at the end. Maybe just looking at uh, maybe questions you had. We can maybe do a small group aspect of it and and really just take time to, to apply what we learn, either from Eli or today at the end of each live stream. Um, just so we're still connecting, we're integrating, we're being part of a family. So my family challenge for a lot of families is trying to figure out what do we do when there's stuff closed. We can't go do things. Um, go on a walk. I challenge you to go on walks. Um, don't be cooped up inside all the time. Um, but here's the big challenge. Every day, I want you to think, who can I call? Who can I call? Call them up. 
I don't really like phone calls, but I will call some people. You know, every day I'm gonna, I'm gonna think, who can I call? I'm gonna call them and just see how they're doing. I wanna love on different people this week. So, every day I challenge you, call somebody. If you're stuck inside, call somebody. I'm, I'm sure they would love that. And an activity to do as family, here's an activity to do as families. Make a card. Make a card and mail it to someone. So if you have kids, have them make a card. And just say, hey, we wanna share love with other people that we know need it right now. Make cards. That's an easy task, an easy activity you can do as family. Draw pictures and mail it out. So um, with that, I'm gonna look through and see if there's any questions and answers. If you want to log off, uh, feel free to log off and uh, this should be up for, for a while. Um, and other than that, um, see you all next week. If you want, you can give online at uh, www.chefchurch.com um, and there's a give online button and you can follow the simple steps there. If you just want to drop off a check or mail a check to the church, feel free to. Um, we want to make sure that we are still offering um, a way to give online or to give tithes um, so that way we can continue to have church together as a body of Christ. So I'm going to see if I'm going to scroll through, see if there's any other questions that I can answer. Oh, hold on. Uh, actually, I can just do this. Okay. All right. Let's see if there's any other questions. Okay. Ephesians 2.10. Thanks, Barb. I, I knew it was some uh, Ephesians 2. Um, just seeing. Um, so, oh, BJ. So, fighting a cold. So, your prayers would be appreciated. All right. Taking care of my granddaughter right now. Um, so I'll, I'll take time to pray with, pray for you in a second. Let me just see if there's any other questions. I'm going to end in prayer though, too. Um, I don't think, uh, da, da, da. I'm sorry. I'm reading through all the challenges. It might be boring, but I just wanted to see if there's any questions. Um, so, you know, Pam, you know, just seeing all the names and have that have commented warmed my heart, not as good as being together, but I feel like we have been part of this family together. That's awesome. Will this be available throughout the day? Yes. Um, since it's not music, um, we are able to leave it up so you can continue to watch it or have people watch it or send it. Um, thanks for the birthday wishes, everybody. Um, who wrote Hebrews? <laughs> well, Phil, that is a good question. Uh, who wrote Hebrews? Well, I will answer questions if I can. You know, I'm not the most uh, knowledgeable in everything. I, I like to do research. But... Who wrote Hebrews? That's a good question. I don't. I don't have an answer. Um, there's a lot of theologians or theologians have a lot of different ideas of who wrote it. Um, so I'll leave it at that. You can you can research. I don't have. I usually just say the author of Hebrews, um, just because it's not clear based off scripture who who is it. All right, man. I got a lot of comments. All right, sorry. Um, so Brian Power says we have a, a ten pound round of ground beef and wa and we're thinking of making a big pot of chili. So if anyone is interested in having some chili, um, so let let the powers know if you if you want some chili, and make sure to pray for BJ. Um, all right, let's see. Let's see if there's any other questions, people. Uh, 
Okay, so you need it louder. Thanks for the message today. Very good. For us, we need it louder. If you use a mic, it might help. Actually, you know what? I am actually uh, using a mic. So <laughs> uh, I will make sure. I mean, I'm watching the, the feed on here, and I'm actually barely hitting the red. So you uh, maybe you just have to turn it up on your – if you're watching on your phone – you might have to wear headphones or to, or plug in your uh, plug in speakers because computer uh, speakers. I mean, I'll try my best, but I'm just looking at I'm all I'm turned up all the way on my microphone and I'm hitting it. So, um, sorry if it was a little soft. Um, yeah, so I am using a microphone. I'm plugged in. I'm not using the the laptop microphone. Maybe I just need to do it closer. But um, but anyways, so let's see. I don't have any other questions. All right. Sarah Jameson said she's postponing her Bible studies at me on Monday. So uh, just just know that. Just seeing if there's any texts. Um, all right. Other than that, I don't have any other questions. So remember, love one another. Make some cards. Send it out. Call someone every day. Just call someone. Uh, it could just be like, hey, that. I don't know. I'm going to pray for BJ. I'm just going to pray for uh, us all. And then I will see you all next uh, next Sunday. All right, let's pray. Dear God, uh, thank you uh, for just live streaming. Thank you that we have the technology that we can do this. We can still meet together, that nothing's going to hold us back from, from being part as a family. I ask that you just uh, bless us this week. Help us to love one another. Help us not to have pretend love, but to actually love our, our brothers and sisters in Christ. Love you more. And love our enemies through action. Lord, I pray that you be with BJ. Lord, I pray that you just help her through this time of being cold and just having to watch her granddaughter. Lord, I ask that you just uh, uh, help her in that situation. Give her strength. Give her energy. And just give her healing. Um, Lord, I also just pray that you just give us strength this week as, we, as well. As we go through, uh, the news can be crazy. It can, it can bring a lot of information and scare us. And Lord, just help us to hold on to that confident hope we have in you that peace that you give. Um, yeah. And Lord, we just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So, hey, BJ, if you need cold medicine, if you're not able to go out, uh, send me a text. Um, I'll go out and get you some medicine if you need it. Um, other than that, you, I'll see you all next week. Yeah. Text me, uh, BJ, if you need cold medicine. Um, if you need, if you want chili from the powers, Get uh, send them a message and they'll they'll make you some chili. Um, other than that, call each other. All right, see you guys. Love y'all. Bye. I stopped streaming, so but yeah, I turned off the microphone, so. So like I can have a conversation. Yeah.
Hold on, let me 